When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. But the last time we talked a lot, we had a lot of speculation. We didn't know what the quarterback situation was. And uh, in the danger of podcasting, as soon as we release that episode, we get all that information. Of course. Um, Skylar Thompson, he is going to start this week at quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa back on the practice field, which is awesome to see that he's out there. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater limited in practice on Thursday. So that's great to see. Xavier Howard has said that he's going to play this week. Um, the only bad news, it seems like, is Teron Armstead is still not practicing, but he doesn't practice, so I don't really know what to make of that other than, well, he played like three snaps the last game. So I'm not confident in anything you get from Teron Armstead. But uh, let's start on a couple things. One, how good does it see Tua back out there? And the idea that he is on the mend and maybe possibly he's not going to play this week, but maybe the possibility is we see him on Sunday night football. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to be thrilled just, just knowing, look, we we've made a lot about, uh, we've talked a lot about Tua and uh, the way that we think the league is kind of come down on the dolphins and, and put him in this situation that we don't agree with, but I'm just happy the dude's healthy, you know, like he's, he's out there. And you know, I think the quote I saw was that he's quote chomping at the bit to come back out and uh, and play with the team. Like, just good feeling. I'm glad he's out there. I'm glad he's around the team. I'm glad he's in good spirits still. And uh, like you said, I, I miss him. I miss number QB one. I miss him so much. I miss him too, man. It's a, it's a lot of fun to see him out there, and I'm sure the team can't wait to have him out there. But um, what did you make of the idea of the Dolphins? going the route of Skylar Thompson being the starter this week that Teddy Bridgewater wasn't going to be able to practice until Thursday on a limited basis. So they made the decision very quickly. It's, it appears to go with Skylar as the starter, even though we are still very uh, hazy on what Teddy Bridgewater's actual injury status is. Uh, Mike McDaniel did not rule him out for Sunday and says, if he clears everything, he should be able to be the backup which is a role he's familiar with here, but they very quickly went in the direction of, hey, Skylar Thompson's going to get the preparation this week in practice uh, to get him ready to be the starting QB for the Vikings. you agree with that? I do only because I think, you know, we're all pretty, it's it's pretty set in stone that Skylar Thompson is uh, a little raw still, definitely needs some work, and he's not going to be the Skylar Thompson we saw in preseason. With that being said, you get a full week of practice with him preparing as a starter there's a difference preparing as a backup and he never could have imagined he'd be put in that situation where after one play he's out there now he's taking control of the team but Tobin I understand where Mike McDaniel has to make this decision 
Do you just hope that Teddy Bridgewater clears concussion protocols, even though we know he doesn't have a concussion? Like, who knows right now? It's so up in the air with the NFL. It's so up in the air considering the optics, considering this cloud hanging over the Dolphins. I think while it's a tough decision, and it's probably not the best decision to go out and win a game with Skylar Thompson, it does make sense to me. He knows he's starting. He's preparing the entire week as a starter, and the entire team knows this is the game plan. So they get a week of practice under their belt with everybody on the same page. I don't disagree with that. I do think that it'd be hard to be put in a worse position than he was um and i think the expectations were probably higher on any on him than really any third string quarterback in the league because of how good he was in the preseason a lot of dolphins were amped to see what he was able to do but i do think that look even if he does go out there let's say the first two three drives and poops the bed teddy bridgewater's used to that situation he just did it on thursday night football um, that's literally why you have Teddy Bridgewater there, that he is either able to start for you with a week's prep or, or come in on a moment's notice. He has that kind of experience. Um, you know, he'll be in his comfort zone, you know, being in hard rock stadium and all that. So I get it. I, I, I even though I, you know, even though I still think Teddy's the better QB and, you know, I think they probably knew that he would be ready and cleared to play. I think that he can handle that. I think Mike McDaniel has shown like a propensity to believe in his veterans to be able to perform at a moment's notice without practice. And that that's really a valuable thing for young guys. And so for Skyler, what is it? Something like 80% of the reps. He said that they go to the starter and he needs them. I, mean, I don't know if Teddy needs those reps as much because you know, he's, he's gotten his work and he just had that. I think that, you know, for his standpoint, neither one of these guys is QB1. Neither one of these guys is Tua Tungavailoa. But I think that Teddy Bridgewater, uh, with his experience, can deal with it a little bit better. Yeah, and I, I think what your gut is telling you will we'll have a Teddy Bridgewater sighting. Is, is that what your gut's telling you in this one? I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a terrible way to think about things, but I mean, yeah, based on what I saw the last week, do I think Skyler's going to take this great leap? No, I, I just feel like, I feel like he just got a big taste of reality the last time around. I'm, I'm willing to, I'm willing to, you know, be open-minded that yes, the week of prep is going to help greatly, but I also am not going to be shocked if he goes out there and he looks like a, he still looks like a rookie, you know, it's, it, but I think that's the crazy thing is that everybody wanted to dump Teddy Bridgewater and kick him to the curb for Skyler. And we even discussed it here on this podcast. This guy looks so good. Do we really need Teddy Bridgewater? Should we trade Teddy Bridgewater? Um, and now I was that guy, of, by the way, I, yeah, I was the guy I mean, I didn't want trading. I, I was trading Teddy Bridgewater to Dallas when, uh, when Dak Prescott goes down and what do you know? Cooper rush is better for that team anyway. So yeah. I was that guy. Yeah. Maybe uh, Dak Prescott will be here as the backup next year. Who knows <laughs> for Tua? You know, just in case. You always—it seems like with Tua, they may always have to have a really, uh, 
impressive backup. No, but I just think that he it, for for Skyler, he's in a tough spot because he was so good in the preseason, and the way the front office and coaching staff talked about him, I, I think he had probably higher expectations than any seventh round third string quarterback would ever have in a game like that. Um, that being said, he also looked really bad in my opinion. And yeah. I thought that was uh, that he was very mistake prone, but hopefully this week does him a lot of good that uh, this, that, that he looks a lot better and that he is the guy who's able to deliver them because they got a, a pretty tough task against a, a decent Vikings team. I don't know if they're, a legit four. I think people had really high expectations of the Vikings coming into this year, but you know, their schedule has been a little bit south. You know, they've, they've had a, uh, a, um, the benefit of a, of a crappy division that they play in. And, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if I should fear them quite yet, but I, cause I know if I had, I, I know if the dolphins had a full deck, I'd feel like the dolphins would smoke them. I'd feel like this is going to be snuffing the bills out again. They're going to melt at that stadium and, um, they're going to go and get that win and all that type of stuff. But yeah, the not having the quarterback is, uh, is, is a confidence blow. What's their best win so far? Because they beat the Packers week one. I think we talked about it. You know, Aaron Rodgers kind of jumped the shark right now. That team's no bueno. Um, they beat the lions 28 to 24. We know the lions are, are not good. The saints are the saints. Right. And they beat the bears last week. They had a big lead. Chicago fights back. They give up 22 points uh, or 20 points, I should say, because at the end it was it w- doesn't count the two uh, the safety that they gave up. So, I mean, and their one losses to the Eagles on the road. Who's, right. and the Eagles have been awesome. So I don't hold that against them. It's a tough win to go get, but um, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say they have like a signature win yet. I guess that would probably be Green Bay because that's the champs they have to go dethrone them from that division. But since then, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty soft schedule that they've had to take on thus far. We talk about you know the gauntlet the Dolphins face. That is not what they faced early on in this year, uh, getting to the record that they have. But you know they have to probably be looking at this opportunity because they don't really have a hard schedule. Probably up until you know with with what they got here, this was probably they were looking at this and saying, "Wow, we got to go to Miami. That looks like a really tough game." They're probably thinking that two weeks ago. And now they're probably thinking to themselves, man, we could really fluff up this record taking on a rookie QB, hosting Arizona, taking on the commanders. So, oh, my God. I mean, this Dan Snyder story. <laughs> Jesus. Just when you think Stephen Ross is like the, the kookiest of the kooks when it comes to owners, you're just like, well, he hold ain't my Snyder. Yeah, yeah, hold my beer. Like, he ain't Snyder. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. But anyway. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think that the Vikings I, I don't think this is an unsurmountable climb for them or insurmountable climb for the Dolphins. Um, but I also don't I, I don't find this to be the cupcake walk that I would uh, if the Dolphins had Tua starting and they don't. So close to being what six and oh Tobin. Oh, I know. So close to being six and oh. We were right there, and now we're talking about ping pong tables. I mean, what the hell's going on this year? 